0: Learn more at marines.com. I'm Frank Benali. There's this class, London Crumb.
1: I'm Matt Letitia. Dean Hammonds
0: here. And you're listening to In That Number.
1: Here is Letitia! In that number with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milverton, and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush, and my co host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt 84. Follow the show at Number Podcast on Twitter, In That Number Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to In That Number Podcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and give us good vibes. Let's go. Welcome to another
0: episode of In That Number. This is episode 157. Uh, Kevin, what title are we going with?
1: Shitness Creek.
0: Shitness Creek. That's it. It's the end of season. Um, And the Shitness, which is our awards show, if you don't know. Kev, can you remind everybody what Shitness stands for?
1: I can try if I can remember. (laughs) But it's the Southampton heterogeneous In That Number Alternative Awards. Something like that, isn't it?
0: just not the alternative yeah
1: without the alternative yeah heterogeneous means alternative that's how we got the, the h in there very uh-huh. slyly very cleverly yes it's that time of year again
0: yeah but nobody knows what that what that h means i I often get people saying what the hell does that mean
1: it stands for who cares
0: yeah <laughs> um yes and it is that time you got your tux on today
1: um yeah if by tux you mean pajamas then yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yes yeah, so today uh We'll touch on our miserable end to the season with those losses to Liverpool and Leicester. Um, and we'll go through all the winners uh, from the awards, from our shitners. Um With me, as you've guessed, is uh, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milberton. Uh, so I'm going to start by asking how you
1: are. Um, I'm all right. Not bad. I mean, I don't know, this, this season, this sort of part of the year quite happy to see the end of it, if I'm being perfectly honest. You're not the only one. Yeah, you can forward to a, a summer of excitement, I'm sure.
0: Uh, yes, and it looks like there is going to be a lot of excitement. Uh, a lot has gone on already since the, uh, the end of season. Um, but before we get into it all, um, a reminder that if you appreciate what we do uh, and you feel you'd like to buy us a pint, then please head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. Um, and you can also join our membership as well, our Tears for Beers. Uh, Kevin, right, shall we kick off with uh, some ITN news?
1: OK, let's do that. I didn't ask how you were. I, you, I didn't you, really get a chance.
0: You rarely do.
1: So. <laughs> oh, how are you anyway? Yeah, I'm fine. This is ITN In That Number News.
0: OK, last ITN news of the season then, Kevin. Start off by saying, uh, well, some, well, it depends where you sit with it, really bad news or good news. But Calvin Davis, Dave Watson and Craig Fleming have all parted ways with the club. Um, and it's part of this massive clear out of the summer of the first team and the coaching staff. Seem like they're going to be overhauling the lot. Um, no, no word on the incomings in terms of the coaching staff, you know. But, Kev, it's, it's really hard to say where I am with this because, uh, you know, we're, we're both fond of, of, of Calvin, but also we are needing to change things up a bit. And Calvin Davis has been here for 16 years now, player and coach, and club captain, of course. Um, uh, I'll always remember his loyalty. You know, when we were at our lowest point in League One, and he, he turned down and moved to the Premier League and resigned with us. Um, that sort of loyalty doesn't get enough praise, and. I thought maybe we could have kept him on as a reward, but I don't know. I mean, I, I just hope he's feeling okay and I hope he gets back to coaching very, very soon. So
1: yeah, I share those sentiments. Um, it's, has got to be tough, isn't it? Uh, to, to part ways with someone who's been such a loyal servant, but we've seen it before that that kind of brutality does breed success. And with the new management structure in place, um, I think they want to stamp their authority and um, get some people in that they think could do a better job.
0: Sure, that's what I mean. It's there's no, I can't really say whether it's it's a good thing or it's a bad thing, but you know there's no loyalty involved now. You just need to do what's best for the for the club to to move them forward. So you yeah. know, end of an
1: era. History of judgment.
0: Kevin Fraser Forster going to Spurs had a medical on Wednesday. Is that a shock to you?
1: That's quite a long medical, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, long the announcement.
0: Uh, no, um, I, I think the deal. Well, apparently he has passed. But they haven't said a lot of that, and obviously you can't sign until the 1st of July anyway, but um, it looks like that's going to be
1: a done deal. Oh, I mean, that'll that make him, what, second or third keeper then?
0: It'll be second. We'll be back up to Lloris.
1: Okay, that's not a bad gig, is it? No. Especially for the ridiculous wages that you can demand.
0: He's gone, and Harry Lewis is gone, and, and, and Willy Caballero is gone, so just leaves us with one. So we do need to make some deals. In terms of the keeping,
1: yeah, we're, we're now officially desperate for a goalkeeper.
0: Yeah, you don't like to use that word desperate in the transfer window because people are going to just start ramping up their prices, aren't
1: they? Yeah, but hey, it's <laughs> a calculated risk, isn't it? Yeah. Um,
0: James Wood Prowse got a call up to England. Uh, rightly so, you know, he needs to be stamping his, his, his authority down there now. Because I mean, there's a lot of talk about him leaving again, as, as we expect, and. A lot of pundits are all saying that, you know, for James Ward-Prowse to be consistently selected in that England squad, he's going to have to leave Southampton. But this is just proving it wrong, really, because he is getting the call-ups that he deserves. And, and note that Jaden Sancho and, and Marcus Rashford have not been selected. So Gareth Southgate is doing what he said. He's not just picking the players who play for the big clubs. He's picking players that deserve to be in that squad, and, and Prowse is one of them.
1: Yeah, big players for small clubs rather than smaller players at big clubs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Perfectly. And Stu and Che have been called up to the Scotland squad for the World Cup qualifying playoff. Okay. Uh, Thierry Small, Kev, selected for the England Under-18 tournament in Zagreb, Croatia, um, where they're going to face Austria, Croatia and Wales. So, yeah, a
1: okay.
0: little tournament for okay. the Under-18s and that's good. That's good for Thierry Small. I think he's had a good season for the B team, so... This will be good for him.
1: Yeah, I can't believe he's not 18 yet. Oh.
0: Kevin, Orador or- or- Romeo has won his second cap for Catalonia, um, and he got his first start, uh, and they won 6-0 over Jamaica.
1: Right, what's what is, this is just a friendly?
0: Yeah, just a friendly, but it's good. It's good for him. He, he got his start, and uh, De you got a hat-trick. All right. Catalonians are coming. Yeah. Pre-season news then. You've probably known, but there, there has been some info that's released on the first game, and... We're heading to Austria on Wednesday, the 13th of July, uh, to the resort of Velden am Wörthersee. Is that how you pronounce that, Kevin? Wörthersee.
1: Wörthersee. Sorry, that's it. Yeah, you're right. Wörthersee. It's a lake, isn't
0: it? I, yes, it is, yes. Uh, and we, we play SK Austria Klagenfurt um, on Monday the 18th at 6pm, some 7pm local time. Uh, Ralph's son, Patrick, is part of that team, so it should be, should be a fun one.
1: All oh, right, That's interesting.
0: Yes. Uh, and as I mentioned before, Harry Lewis uh, is on his way to Bradford. Uh, and that deal will go through on the 1st of July. So bye-bye, Harry Lewis. Date for your diary, then. Uh, the 2022-23 fixtures to be released on Thursday, the 16th of June. And that, at, that is at 9 a.m. It's going to be a real change to it this year because of that World Cup in late November. Until the week before Christmas, so yeah, that's um that's one to look for. It's only a couple of weeks away, mad. Yeah, it's very Tra- Transfers, right? Should we should we go through a few of these transfers and try and yeah just chat about them quickly because there's some rumblings already. Um, I mean, sources say that they want to add players in every department of the pitch, um, and there's rumours of raiding Man City's youth this year, not not Chelsea's, it's Man City's this year. Um, James McAtee, Cole Palmer, Liam DeLapp, and the goalkeeper Gavin Bazunu. Um, that there's and and of course they they want uh, James Garner from Man United as well but I mean a lot of these are probably likely going to be loan deals and it it doesn't really help us now uh, nor is it going to transform us into a Premier League force is it so where do you stand on the transfer policies Mish because I, I feel like we need to be splashing the cash and getting more experience in rather than going for these these youth players and, and probably loan sign-ins.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, loan signings—they're uh, quite cheap. You can—you've um, got what two or three Premiership um, slots available for uh, loans, so why not make the most of them?
0: Yeah, I don't—I don't disagree with bringing in some loan players, but I'm just saying we do need to bring in some, you know, Premier League ready players. Something that, like, yeah, that is going to turn us, that is going to push us up the league a little bit. And, you know, what's the point of making all these changes to the coaching staff if you're not going to change the squad?
1: Yeah, that's definitely true. I'm hoping for this uh, to be a busy transfer window with, you know, outgoings and incomings. And I think this is actually the first uh, first transfer window, hopefully, where Ralph's going to be back financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we i always like to look back to the very first transfer window that we covered um on, when Mark Hughes was the manager and we got brought in five top players uh, in my opinion who've gone on to better mostly have gone on to better things yeah um, apart from Angus Gunn and well Vestergaard, I don't know it's <laughs> bad season we sold Vestergaard, yeah yeah but i mean he, he 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 did have a decent season for us and uh, we've got Ollie who's um had a little bit of a comeback season now. Uh, yeah. So if we can make signings like that, Danny Ings, of course, yeah, the other marquee signing. Um, so if we can get in a, a striker of that caliber and yeah, it will be yeah. an exciting time.
0: I'm here for it. I am. Um, there, there are rumors about, of, um, Ryan Fredericks from West Ham, Harry Winks from Tottenham. Um, I even heard Alex Oxlade, Chamberlain's name banded around a bit. So that would take care of the experience and quality. Or does it? I don't know. Uh, but I'm convinced that we need that playmaking number 10 and maybe a deep lying playmaker as well. A quality Premier League ready centre back, which we need. And a goal scorer, of course. And not to mention the goalkeeping situation. The goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, but again, we don't know the money that Ralph is going to be trusted with. And we don't yet know the players that are rumoured to be leaving and how much. I don't think that's going to be bringing us in any money. But, you know, because we've had that policy before where it's been one in, one out. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the case. Um, and, of course, we've got Broglie, which is who's uh, going back to Chelsea. Um, so there's another one. And we already mentioned Fraser Forster. Oh, and fresher news today, actually, that I read. A possibility of signing Wolves midfielder Morgan Gibbs-White. Uh, 20 million quid. Um, he spent the season on loan at Sheffield United and scored 12 goals for them. And he's played in a number of positions. So he's quite a versatile player, which could come in handy. And also, Kevin, it's another double-barrelled surname. <laughs> so it goes with uh, James Wood Prowse, Kai Walker-Peters. And uh, so, yeah, you got JWP, KWP, and MGW. Kevin De Bruyne and next. Bring in
1: Oxlade-Chamberlain. Oxlade-
0: the loans. We go over the loans quickly and uh, what what they've been up to this season. Kane Ramsey at Ross County played eight games, that's it, uh, and scored one goal. That's still a goal for a right-back. It's not bad. Uh, Jake Vokins had 20 games, uh, and 19 of those were starts. Dan and Lindeloo, uh, he was at Lincoln and at Cheltenham. He had four games and four starts for Cheltenham with one goal. Um, and his spell at Lincoln, he had 16 games with six starts and one goal. I think, Kev, I think time's up for him. I think he does need to be sold because I'm not sure he's a Premier League player. I don't know. I
1: don't know. You, could say, you could say the same for, for anything, really. I mean, it yes. Quite can,
0: but he hasn't really played a lot of Premier League I mean, he's probably played more times in the first team than any of the lonies that we've had out this year. I'm just not, not convinced of him. Will Ferry at Crawley Town. He had 36 games. Uh, 27 of those were starts and he got a goal and three assists. Um, I think he's worth keeping hold of. Um, where are we now? Caleb Watts at Crawley Town. Also just 17 minutes he had uh, into his debut at Crawley until he had a hamstring injury back in January. And that was a bad, bad injury because he needed surgery with that. And he apparently he pulled it off the bone, which
1: ugh, oh. yeah,
0: sounds nasty. So it's unclear whether, you know, he'll feature for the first team, the B team, or take another loan. I don't know. Um, but he is wanting to stay in Southampton. But he's going to need to build his way back up, surely, and um, to be, you know, considered for the first team. Maybe a half-season loan is probably the right option for him because he is due back at the end of May. Um, so he should be ready to be... You know, competing again. I'm um, getting back to fitness in the off season, so maybe a half season loan, and then see see what we've got with him in the B team for the rest of the year. Mm. Uh, and Simu, Uh Carlisle United, 18 games, 18 starts, eight yellow cards. <laughs> the best stat for him. Um, I, I really do want to see him get a chance next season because I don't I don't know what we've got with him, and I I have tried to watch as much Carlisle as I possibly can, bearing you know, albeit highlights, but. He does look like a physical presence and someone that we could use.
1: Terrible disciplinary.
0: Yeah, eight yellow cards. Yeah, that might not be, that might not be good in the Premier League. (laughs) Under 18s then, they played their, their final against, um, the national final against Man City and lost. So that was a, a, you know, disappointing way to end the season, but it was a very, very good season for them, you know, winning, winning that league. Um, And yeah, it will be good to see them again next year and see what they can do and how, how they can uh, just go again and just get more, more of those players pushed up to the B teams or the um or the first team even
1: do I, do I understand correctly that that, that that was a playoff just like the women's playoff no right? there's no promotion
0: it was just because I mean you don't get promotion or relegation in the under18 league it's just a feeder league isn't it and it's just you know it's just to give these get these guys these youngsters some some games um, but they did win the south division man city won the north division and they just play each other for a national championship and Man City won it 2-1. Right. The Women's team, I mean, we all know about the women's team now. They're, they had their playoff against Wolves and they won it and they've been promoted to the championship, which is massive, massive step up. Um, and now they've hit the pro button, they've gone full-time, which means they get full access to all the facilities at Staplewood, you know, got all the coaching and the, the medical staff that they need. And, you know, yeah, full-time, daily training. So that'll be, it's going to be an absolute massive step up for, the, for them.
1: Yeah, it's exciting times.
0: It's going to be massive. Um, Kev, do you have any, any news at all? No,
1: I think we've, we've covered absolutely everything that's happened in the last few weeks.
0: We have indeed. The only thing we haven't covered is the, the two games that we had to, to witness, the Liverpool and Leicester ones. Oh, uh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Well, I mean, the Liverpool one wasn't that bad in terms of the result. And, and plus, the, we have Tim in, in town and, he, and you, of course. We all that's went true. to St Mary's together, which we, we made a... We made the best possible situation of it. And, of course, we went 1-0 up, so it was all looking good <laughs> against a very, yeah. very weak Liverpool side as well, it must be said.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were, they were stuck between some quite big games, and club risked quite a lot in, in that squad, and uh, it nearly didn't pay off for them. It's not, not that the, I don't think Saints were, were a threat, really, at all um, throughout that match. There was a, a period of about five or ten minutes towards the end of the match where we were putting on a bit of pressure, getting a few shots off, but... um Liverpool were quite happy to defend that. For most of it, it was, if, if I'm being honest, it was quite a dreary game.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it just was. It's not fun, is it, sitting there watching watching your team just take pressure and knowing that you're not going to be doing it, to be able to do anything to turn it around, and you just can sense the goal is coming soon, and it's just you just got you just get a sinking feeling, you can't really settle or enjoy the game as much as you'd like.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, even if we we were getting battered, at least there's something happening, you know, but when they well, were just kind of happy to pass it around the back for five minutes, yeah, it's not not the most entertaining, but um, absolute wonder goal. From,
0: from Redder's, yeah, and it didn't even make our shortlist for goal of the season.
1: No, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a fucking blinder, it, it just came out of nowhere.
0: Fucking blind. yeah, it was, it was a good goal, very good goal. Uh, it took us all by surprise, didn't it? But yeah, yeah of course it wouldn't last.
1: <laughs> yeah, you made their, their defence, I mean, um, they have their Gomez and um, someone else, you just reached around in front of them as if they, <laughs> they weren't there.
0: Gomez and uh, and <laughs> someone else. <laughs>
1: It's
0: one um, of the other. Joe Gomez, Matip, Kanate, and uh, Simic- Simicus at the back.
1: Yeah, I mean, just he, he's, he's sort of due, he was due one of them, I think, because he has a couple of them every season. Um, and there it was.
0: Shall we touch on the goal scorer for Liverpool? Do we need to?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you say touch on, do you mean punch directly in the nose?
0: Yeah, it was. I I said it. I called it. I did say. When um, we were looking at the team sheets on the concourse before the game, and I and I saw Minamino was starting, and I thought, well, um, this is it, and it? he's going to score. And of course, Minamino got the equaliser. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, and he celebrated as well. totally uh, Leicester, kev. Well, I think, I guess the, we could say the less we can say about that, the better. It was one of those games for me personally that I um I just didn't care at that point. You knew we were safe. Yeah. and I just didn't. I was kind of like it was probably the only game of the season where I was half watching um, because it wasn't on TV, was it? It was just, I mean, I had to... I was listening to it on the radio as well and I was... Yeah, it was just one of those ones that, I I mean, I I was not giving it my 100% attention and it was just like, oh, look, another one's gone in. Oh, here we go again. Just get this season over with now and I I just can't bear this anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a... Point in the match was no, we were lulled into a full sense of security with that penalty. Um, but
0: yeah, but we were already 2-0 yeah. down, weren't we? And that, yeah, we, we thought maybe, maybe a draw.
1: Well, yeah, 2-1, yeah, maybe just, you know, take, just, um, scraping, you know, you just need one goal to take something from the match and, uh, um, you think if they get their ass into gear draw wasn't out of the question. Yeah, um, because a four
0: one was a was a flattering score for Leicester. I don't think they deserved to win that game four one.
1: Um I don't know. I mean Yenko's performance, he might as well just have not been there. Sure. Yeah, that was poor. um <laughs> uh basically just gifted them two goals.
0: Yeah, that was a big error for the first, especially.
1: Um, I think it was a, it was several big errors at the <laughs> same time. I mean, the, the first head was was bad enough. The second one was even worse. God, yeah.
0: Oh God, you're making me relive it. <laughs> I was trying to forget about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it. we've we,
1: we, we got to talk about it. It's it's, it's what we do. But yeah, it's uh, but it's classic Saints territory.
0: It is, yeah. And I I, I say, you know, when James Ward-Prowse scored the goal, scored the penalty, what was it, the 80th minute he got the penalty in when it went to 2-1, you thought maybe they could get something out of this. And knowing that you've got 10 minutes to go and you conceded another two goals, it probably wasn't a 4-1 game. I'm saying we, we, we yeah, we did deserve to lose the game, but the 4-1 seems pretty harsh, a heavy defeat when... Maybe we, we, we didn't deserve it. No,
1: but that, I mean, they were just that were that, that much better. They wanted it and um, Saints couldn't be asked.
0: Yeah, but it's been like that for a while now, hasn't it? It's just, that's it. We just couldn't be asked. As soon as we had that, um, that safety all but confirmed, they just sat off. And you think, how many times can we go through this? And that was it. And I think the manager needs to do something about it. He needs to take a look at his squad there. And that's where he needs to earn his wages and, because there are sections of the game where we can play. I mean, you said it yourself for like the last five, ten minutes against Liverpool. Why can't we play like that more? What, what's what's stopping us yeah. from doing that? I Is think just
1: maybe the depth. I'm I'm good. I'm gonna um not lay the blame at Ralph's feet. I think he needs a slightly deeper squad. I mean, you can take players that are not that motivated and replace them by. Substituting for players that are equally as unmotivated um, do not make a difference in the game.
0: No, that is true, but it's a it's a coaching thing as well. It's a system thing, and it's a, a mentality thing that you need to do before the game.
1: Sure, yeah, so, and it's quite you know it's quite an in- intense style of play that you like. So when it when it does come off, it comes off beautifully. But they just can't maintain it for 90 minutes, and they can't maintain it for 38 plus games each season.
0: It, it would be really interesting if he had uh, unlimited funding. To do whatever he wants with it, kind of like a if if you had a, a you know a clean slate for Ralph and just say look bring in 22 players or whatever that you want play the system that you want play the formation that you want get your best eleven out there be consistent how well could this team perform I think it could do very well but like you said he just doesn't have the players there well
1: hopefully he'll have more resources at his disposal over the summer and he'll be able to build a slightly deeper squad we will look at the bench and think. Hmm, yeah, there's some decent players on there rather than, um, you know, youth dross. Hmm. <laughs> youth dross and Shane Long. Oh, he, he gets his own category.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, uh, sorry, Shane. Um, but yeah, they, they finished fifteenth, as you know, on forty points, just one point ahead of Everton on thirty-nine points. Uh, Norwich, Watford, Burnley get dropped, and Leeds survive. I didn't see that to be honest, but um, yeah, and we're joined next year by Fulham. Bournemouth and Huddersfield or Nottingham Forest, which is today. So I'm going to probably try and catch a bit of that before I go to bed. Kevin, shall we uh, do the shitness?
1: Um, we shall, but I just want to, I, mean, we, I know we're just passing a mention of these two games, but I do want to um, give Lianco credit and um, I'm going to give him uh, an honorary man of the match for the, um, the game against Liverpool because I thought he was great yeah. <laughs> against Liverpool. Yeah, he was the the only person who really got me out of my step, apart from that Redmond goal. Um actually Redmond had a um Yeah, I was more inclined to get to
0: Redmond because it was a little bit of a deep yeah. display that we've seen from him in previous weeks.
1: Uh yeah, he had a couple of decent shots. One went straight at the keeper. but he, the post would just go wide of the post. Wild, um yeah. he, he he had a decent game. But Lianco, I mean he was just making, you know, block after um block and um, tackle aerial duels that he was winning. Um yeah. he just seemed really pumped to be there.
0: I yeah, I remember it was a a point a couple of times where I I was thinking maybe this could be like the Arsenal game here. We could just frustrate them and just you know, just throw everything at them and block it and and, and stop them from scoring. Maybe this is gonna happen. Yeah, and it
1: was it was equally as um, <laughs> as dull to watch as the Arsenal match even though we won that one. <laughs> um but yeah, I just thought just thought Lianca was a highlight there. Um so we, we can get another Man of the Match. Um, I, I, we'll probably have to scrap Man of the Match against Leicester because I have no idea who I'd give it to. Prousy maybe. Prousy,
0: yeah. I'd have to give it to Prousy, Not just because he scored the goal, but, yeah, he was... He, he's he's just set. in a position
1: that he, he's never really culpable for the awful performances we have. But Unless it's a direct mistake
0: from him, which, again, doesn't happen all that often.
1: doesn't happen, yeah, that often. Yeah, there we are. OK, well, that's that season done. <laughs> yeah, and
0: um, um, we, we, we do need to cap it off with our shittiness then. Uh, so first up, Kevin, uh, the, the Player of the Season Award. Now, we had four um, in no particular order. Kyle Walker-Peters, James Wood-Prowse, Tino Livramento and Fraser Forster. Actually, that was an order. That was in shirt number order. I don't know if you noticed that, but yeah.
1: That's what I want to do. <laughs>
0: I know, that's why I did it. Uh, Fraser yeah. Forsterkev picked up naught percent of the votes.
1: Uh, it's a bit harsh. <laughs> it's harsh.
0: Yeah, because he was. Um, there was a stretch when we were playing so bad that he was incredible. And he definitely needed a mention. And he definitely deserved to be up there for player of the season. But bearing in mind, he didn't start the season as well. He was just solely backing up McCarthy until that injury. And. I don't think he's had a bad game, really. I can't remember him having a a terrible game. Well, you can't point the finger at him and say, well, he's the reason we lost this game. He was the reason that we got points when we did, especially against Arsenal, because that could have been an absolute drubbing.
1: He's played his way into the squad at such a crucial part of the season and um, outperformed his best. And um, dare I say kept us in the league? I mean, Possibly. if it wasn't for some of those saves, we wouldn't maybe have enough points to stay in the league. So your 0% seems very harsh.
0: Well, yeah, we deserve to lose that Arsenal game, didn't we? we so take three points off of that. And that's below Everton. So yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. 0% is very harsh. Uh, Tino Liveramento picked up 2%. Um, Again, that's quite harsh, but when you consider who the who the player of the season was, you, it's, it's, it was completely, you know, it was a no-brainer. Kyle Walker-Peters had a fantastically consistent season, 30% of the votes. Um, but the winner, your winner, um, James Wood Prowse was 68% of the votes, and that's Prowse's fifth shitner. So a record shitner. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he's retired, he can look back and say, well, how many shitters did you win? Eh?
1: Exactly. So,
0: uh, goal of the season, Kevin, this one was tough because there was a lot of candidates. And like we mentioned with that uh, Redmond goal against Liverpool, didn't even make the shortlist. Um, we managed to, to whittle that shortlist down to four. Uh, and we had um, James Wood Prowse's free kick against Wolves. Uh, Roman Perel's stunner against West Ham in the Cup. Uh, Stuart Armstrong's stunner in the cup against Coventry. And Romeo's just the shock and the sheer like brilliance of it against Norwich. Uh, <laughs> last place, Romeo, 6%. Again, that's, that's harsh. But that was a cracking goal.
1: No, no, no. That was an absolute absolute rifle of a shot. Like he, he, had, he had a couple this season. Um, but he, he tends to have one of the karate kick, one from the previous season. Uh, West Brom, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, that would be my close second choice.
0: Oh, OK. That's interesting. Yeah, 6%. Uh, Perrault's uh, got 10% against West Ham in the Cup. Uh, Stuart Armstrong's against Coventry was 19%. Um, but winning his sixth Schittner, James Ward-Prowse was 65% of the votes. That free kick against the Wolves, that knuckleball from from so far out it's like the audacity of that um, which one did you vote for Kevin
1: um, yeah I voted Pirates against Wolves I mean <laughs> it's just um, it's just a work of art really isn't it, it um, I never get tired of watching that back
0: I mean I, I went for sure Armstrong just to try and add a little bit more make it a little bit closer because I, I loved it I loved that goal it was incredible I was just sat right behind that as well so I saw it come in and yeah it was a beautifully struck football um and I had uh, my little girl with me as well, and we were celebrating that one together. So that was a special uh, one. So I voted for that. Uh, <laughs> man- manager of the season, Kev. Can you believe it? Ralph took, took all the votes. It took um, 100% of the votes to get Saints manager of the season.
1: Right. Okay. I mean, we laugh, but, you know, Watford every season um, have four options, I guess, don't they? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a very good point, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, that was a fake one, by the way. That wasn't really one. Uh, match of the season, then. So we had the 1-1 at City. Sorry, the 1-1 at home to City. The 4-1 home win over Brentford. And the 3-2 away wins to West Ham and Spurs. Uh, not, not close at all, this one. Um, at the back, Man City 1-1, 2%. Uh, and the 4-1 win over Brentford was 2% also. Uh, West Ham, yeah, West Ham uh, away, five percent of the votes, shocking. Um, but Spurs away, free 2 away, ninety-one percent of the votes.
1: <laughs> That's pretty comprehensive,
0: is I don't think we've had a, a poll that comprehensive before. That's, I mean, I did vote for it because it was incredible, and it was the last ten minutes of the game, wasn't it, when Prousey whipped in those identical crosses, um, and that was it, and we, yeah, we we, we won it like that.
1: And made Antonio Conte cry, though. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was a fa- that was a fabulous match. But, you know, you could also say that that, um, that West Ham game probably turned the season around for us, because that win there on Boxing Day, they just went on a run from there. Um, yeah. So only, only 5% was, was was cruel, really. Now, probably the most interesting one, and the one that was probably the most hardest to call, was the fuck-up of the season. Um so we gave the 2-1 win over, sorry, the 2-1 loss at Norwich from going 1-0 up. The Ralph and Macker fuck up, uh, which is pretty much what you have to call it against Brighton. Uh, the injury when uh, Ralph could have pulled him off, I'll rephrase that, when Ralph could have taken him off uh, and Macker could have put his hand up and said, look, I'm injured, take me off, uh, resulting in, in Brighton winning, uh, getting the 98th minute equaliser. Um, that embarrassing 6-0 home loss to Chelsea. Uh, and then the one just a few weeks ago uh, at Brentford, losing 3-0. What would have been your vote here, Kevin?
1: Um, The Ralph and Maka malfunction, the Ralph function. Ralph function, yeah, that Um, was mine too. um, And I blame Maka for it because he's the one with the injury. He should be responsible and take himself off the pitch. It doesn't take much.
0: You can't take yourself Um, off the pitch if you're a goalkeeper. You can't just walk off the pitch.
1: No, but you can signal, hey, look. Injury, I can't do my job properly. Uh, please substitute me immediately.
0: Yeah, I mean, I blamed Ralph. I just, I knew, I, he knew that he was injured. And it's in hindsight, Ralph was, it's easy to blame the goalkeeper, but at the st- he did know that he was injured and he could have done it himself. So I, I, I believe that was, uh, that was Ralph's uh, mess up. But either the way, whoever it was,
1: it was, yeah, it was a monumental fuck up and. I, I can't remember ever seeing anything so ridiculous in my life. Um,
0: wow. Uh, <laughs> it didn't actually win, Kev. I had my vote also. Yeah. The last place was the Brentford embarrassment, the 3-0. Um, and then in second place uh, was the Maka Ralph fuck-up on 27%, which means <laughs> the remaining 60% is split 30 each. Uh, Norwich 2-1 and the 6-0 bump to Chelsea. So what I'm going to do, Kev, as it's a draw... I'm going to let you decide who wins the shitner here, the Norwich win uh, the Norwich 2-1 or the Chelsea 6-0 thumping. What's the fuck-up of the season, Kev? It's all on you.
1: Um, oh, God.
0: Were we 1-0? We, uh, we, we were 1-0 up inside Norwich. of two minutes against Norwich at Carrow Road, and then we lost it 2-1. And 6-0 <laughs> was just uh, – we didn't turn up at all, did we? Yeah,
1: I mean, look, I'm going to do it this way because um, you can't say um, – it was nil-nil when you fucked it up. Like, it's always nil 0 when the game starts. But one nil and you fucked it up, that's it. that is a fuck-up. And against the bottom of the league team, I think that's much more embarrassing than um, losing 6 nil to Chelsea. 6 is a big number, but it's not, you know, it's not 7-8-9. No. So, it could, yeah, I'll, it I'll, well give it to, I'll give it to that Norwich match. Okay. I will it's say great.
0: one thing, though. You know you can't be have a fuck-up from nil-nil, but you can continually fuck up with the goals that we conceded, and that's what we did. 90 minutes of fucking things up.
1: True, but that particular single fuck-up really stands out for me.
0: Um, I'll take it. The, uh, the, the Norwich one wins fuck-up of the season. Wins? I <laughs> don't know. Um, Kevin. Uh, what w- would you have gone with? I went with the same ones that you would have gone with. I went with the, uh, the, the Brighton fuck-up. But out with yeah, those two. Yeah,
1: um, out with those two. Yeah,
0: I would probably say the Chelsea one just because it was at home and I was there um, and I was just yeah so close to walking out at half time because I was so distraught. Um, I don't think I felt as low. I, I, I guess that Norwich one. Yes, it was a, a big loss and we, we shouldn't be losing to bottom of the league team. But it was only one game at that point And we thought we need to bounce back against. I think it was Watford after that, uh, which we didn't. <laughs> but um, it wasn't such a bad feeling at the end of that game. It was like, shit, we just lost to Norwich. Sure. Uh, but the Chelsea one was just like we're getting relegated, we're in trouble. So I think mm. for me, I, I probably would have edged it with that with that one if it was a choice of those two. Uh, Maybe we put it to a <laughs> put it to another death folk. match. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, you've made the decision. It's fine. I'm happy with it. It's, it's, it doesn't bother me. They were both fuck ups. It's, it's splitting hairs at this point. Uh, Discord, Kev. I, I wanted to to talk to a few people on the Discord and get their opinions on on the season that was. But before I do that, I want to talk to you about yours. Um, so I want to ask you, um, who's your player of the season? Who's your What's your goal of the season?
1: Um, Prowsey's free kick against Wolves.
0: Uh, and your match of the season?
1: I'm going with, uh, let me talk about we were on a crest of a wave, right? Um, and I think you, you rightly said that that wave kind of started that uptick with um, the win away at the London Stadium, um, Boxing Day. Um, and it sort of towards the end of that wave, uh, we had that that brilliant comeback against Spurs, but I think the, the crest of that wave is uh, our four win four one win over Brentford um, in January in front of Dragon Showlay.
0: Mm, that was great.
1: Um, that was just such a good feeling. I mean, I wasn't there, you were, but um, everyone seemed to be absolutely elated, and um, but, you know our season was going finally in the right direction.
0: Yeah. And then it turned swiftly. You know, you, you win four-one against that team, and then you go and lose 3 0 at their place. It's, away, yeah. Yes, yeah,
1: it's, it's embarrassing. It's just two completely different halves of the season, really. Um, yeah, my fuck-up. Um, we said already was that um Brighton game.
0: Mm.
1: Absolutely necessary. Um, and uh, yeah, those all the shittiness.
0: Uh there were the shittiness, but I just want a few more questions. Are you are you happy with Ralph to continue next season?
1: Yeah yeah I think so I think he needs to be backed financially and we'll we'll see how he does next season
0: and speaking of uh being backed financially, which player would you would you like to bring in realistically of course
1: I mean we need the goalkeeper mm-hmm.
0: it's top priority um
1: definitely definitely um and but we also need the goal scorer as well mm. um, I don't. <laughs>
0: Well, we have got one. We have got a goal scorer. His name's name's Adam Armstrong, but he was very ineffective.
1: Yeah, he was a a real disappointment this season. Um, Hopefully it'll take, you know, a a season to get used to the pace of the league, as people say. But um, yeah, we've seen it with Che and um, a few other players that take time to get used, used to the league. Take that step up, but yeah, that Dronkowski, I'd be happy to see him at the sticks.
0: I would be too. I, w- I would definitely be. Um, marks out of 10 for the season.
1: Uh, I'm going to give it a six out of 10.
0: That's quite generous. I think I gave it a four.
1: Yeah, because I think, uh, the main objective for, uh, Southampton is to stay in the Premier League this season. And we did that without really being seriously in the conversation for relegation for most of the season. Um uh, so that'd be a five, I guess.
0: Nice FA Cup run.
1: And then nice FA Cup run and um yeah, a few memorable matches there that we've we've mentioned. There were there were some highlights, but yeah, it's not the not the greatest season we've had. And um fifteenth, right? Yeah. God knows how we stayed 15th, but yeah, 15th is, that's not a bad position, to be honest. No, um, no, it's... What I uh, yeah, I think if we'd have finished 16th or 17th, I'd have probably given it a lower mark. If we got relegated, it would be much lower, obviously, but... Okay,
0: that's fair. Um, And because we, we value everyone on our Discord... Um, By the way, if you want to join our Discord, please do. Um, you'll get a lot of privileges like this when we get to read out your stuff. Um, and Alex uh, has said his uh, his player of the season is going to be James Ward-Prowse. So I, think, I don't think many people are going to... um going to argue with that. Um, Without him, his goals, we'd surely be going down. Um, And an honourable mention to KWP for being pretty damn consistent all season long. uh, And to Forster for battling uh, to earn his his starting point. Um, So yeah, pretty much the same as what we've said. Uh, Goal of the season. He's going to go with Adam Armstrong's goal against Aston Villa, which wasn't even in in our final four. Um, but that was because mm. we were there. Tim was there for that one as well, wasn't he? On, on firework night. And yeah, he, hit, he certainly hit a firework there. Cracking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he also said an honourable mention to Redmond's goal against
1: Liverpool because yeah, he
0: says a lot of people were going to say Tottenham away, but he's, uh, he's going to give it to West Ham like you, um, uh Fuck up at the I, season. I, I give it to Brentford. Oh, yes. Fuck up at the season. Uh, he's going for a person. He's going for Ralph. Um, so you might have something to say about this, right? Some, uh, from bizarre lineup decisions to in-game tactics to substitutions far too late, uh, I think this one's for him. Honourable mention to Jan Bednarik. Uh, yes, he scored the most goals for a Polish player in the Prem, but his defending was complete shit, even in the games we di- he did score. Uh, and he's got that face that when we, when we get scored on, his incredulous <laughs> disbelieving, it's not my fault, throw my hands in the air like everyone else is, What everyone else is doing.
1: Um, uh, with,
0: oh, yeah. yeah um, uh, Asked him if he's happy with Ralph to continue. Uh, not really. Uh, he hasn't been fired yet uh, and he still thinks he can do a job with whatever funding and the new staff he gets. Then I've got no choice to, uh, to support that. So there we go. Um, and players he'd like to sign. He says he generally looks to the U.S. men's team, um, uh, but he'd like to get another creative midfielder or winger. Um, but he's not, not exactly sure. He says Gio Reyna from Dortmund would probably break the bank. Ricardo Pepe is a forward, but he'd be good signing for Ralph. Mark's out of 10. He is going for 5. Um, it's probably because of this uh, FA Cup run also. Um, Scott from the Discord. Um, his player is James Wood Prowse, of course. The goal is the Romeu one against Norwich. He likes that one. Uh, the match, he's going with Spurs away. Uh, the fuck up, he's going with the Brighton mix up. Um, are you happy with Ralph? Uh, he says he wouldn't say he was happy about it, but he's not upset about it either. Uh, marks out of 10. Okay, so he's gone for marks out of 10 for individual players, um, and I'm going to read a few of those out. Unfortunately, I'm not going to read them all. I'm like not going to have enough time. But um, Broglie, he's given him a six. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah? Smallbone? Yeah, so. What do you think he's gone for with Smallbone? Five. He's gone for four. Theo has gone for a three. he has gone for a three. Um, Forster only a six. There is one that really caught my eye here. Uh, Rameau, he's gone for a five. I think that's incredibly low.
1: Yeah, that's a
0: bad Uh Also, your man Shane Long, but also getting a five out of ten. So yeah, there's his his markers. Uh, and Fred, Fred from uh, Fred Frederick Lazaro to give him his full name from our Discord as well. He's going for a Prousey player, Prousey goal against Wolves. He couldn't really give a match, but he said Spurs or Brentford. So, yeah, uh, the, the fuck up is going to give it to Brighton. Um, is he happy with Ralph in? He says yes, but on a short leash. Player he wants to sign, he's going with Tarkovsky. Um, and marks out of ten, four. late season slide for second year in a row. A team that looked like they never played together by the end. Too much Deadwood or Championship level talent. So yeah, there is so, our
1: Tarkovsky's a good call actually. Holden didn't want that Yeah, one, yeah time.
0: he's going. They've gone down as well. So he, he...
1: Yeah.
0: It it's his age, isn't it? That's going to be an issue. What is he? 29, I think Bringing now? in
1: bringing in the experience at the back that that, that that'd be invaluable.
0: I like Tarkovsky. I always have done, but uh, but I just I just question. It's not he's not a Saints signing, is he? Yeah, he's twenty nine now. He'd be thirty. Um, in the middle of next season. Yeah, I, I mean, he could do us a good job. It would be, it would be uh, vital, wouldn't it, to have a, an experienced player at the back there. Good head on his shoulders. Sure. Uh, Tim, uh, lastly, uh, is given his. Uh, his player, he's gone with Kyle Walker-Peters, uh, which is completely different. Uh, goal, he's gone with uh, James Ward-Prowse against Wolves. A match, he's gone for Spurs away. Uh, sorry, I'm just laughing because his fuck-up of the season, he says, uh, re-signing Theo.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm <laughs> um, happy with Ralph. He said the board knows what they're doing. Uh, owners are involved, shook things up. Ralph has kept us afloat with a lackluster squad. He is fine to continue. Um, his signings uh, Brendan Aronson, but Leeds have just signed him. Uh, Drogowski from Fiorentina. Uh, somewhat of a reach could be Tyler Adams from Leipzig. And is Mark's out of ten? Six and a half. So there we mm. go. Uh, season's over Kev it's um it's time to relax <laughs> uh, and and prepare for next season now so that is it
1: well the moment is arrived
0: yes um but we do have to quickly go through the results of our our leagues they they're all they've all come to an end now so I, mean, I know you're dying to find out who's won what um so the predictions then Kev are you excited about this um right in fourth place then we have alex who finished on 35 points in third place was tim on 39 points uh, but the winner, it was you, Kev, on 51 points, six points ahead of me on
1: 45. So I don't
0: we Well done, Kev. I think there was a point where you were ahead. When you went ahead, you never looked back. So I think I took an early lead, and that was it. You, you pipped me, like, October time, I think it was, quite early, and you haven't conceded the lead at all. Yeah.
1: Uh, so well.
0: Completely different to Saints.
1: Absolutely fucking elated man.
0: Why did you already accent?
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah, well done Kev. Uh Discord predictions then. Um eleventh place, Dan with four points, but he started late. Uh tenth place was Colt with fourteen. Ninth was Fred on seventeen. Kevin, you were eighth with eighteen points. Uh Tony A was seventh on eighteen. Jim was sixth sixth on twenty two. Tony M fifth on twenty two. Tim. Fourth on 22, Ray third on 22, Scott second on 26, and the winner Alex on 29. So well done to Alex. Uh, next year, yeah, if you want to get in on these Discord predictions, uh, make sure you join our Discord. Uh, and all you need to do, there's no money involved. It's just it's all free. It's all for fun. Just uh, join our Discord and make sure you enter your predictions in our chat uh, before uh, before the weekend or before the game. Uh, Super six, uh, the three rounds to end it. Round 57 uh, was Tom Hennigan, Anthony Dark and Stephen King on nine points. Uh, Round 58 was Gavin Burgess on 14 points. Round 59 was Adam Laver on 16 points, leaving the overall winner, Tom Hennigan, 466 points. Just two points ahead of Colin Carter. Two points. After all those predictions, six a week. Even when there's no Premier League football, even no football, it goes to international and just two points separate them all the way through the year. That is incredible. Wow. Uh, Kev, wow,
1: fantasy, that is incredible. it
0: is incredible. Yeah. Uh, fantasy football.
1: Yeah. Um, my deleted team, for some reason, scored only 1,615. Pretty crap. Um, Puts me right at the bottom of the league. I've got a feeling that since since they deleted my team, I haven't scored a single point. I, I got 65 in the last week. Um, uh, Captain in De Bruyne, so yeah, the out of our podcasters, um, as it has been for pretty much all of the season, Matt Markstone, congratulations, well done, 2383. Honourable mentioned Oliver Boast and uh, Freddie Hunt, uh, finishing second and third, respectively
0: oh, I finished um, uh, bottom of the league. If you don't include you.
1: <laughs> if you don't, if you don't include me, yeah, yeah you're, you're bottom. And um, Tim, Tim was fourth, so yeah, back um, at the big league. Yeah. The winner is, uh, David Phillips. 2,667 points. And, yeah. Uh, I see you got
0: 97 points on that last game week. Jeez. I got 50 and thought that was incredible. all
1: right. Yeah. Uh, how did you manage that? Ah, Son Captain and Kulashevsky. But, and James Madison. He's got a brilliant team. Uh, Bobby Brown and, uh, Amil Hussein, uh, round off the podium.
0: Excellent. Um back next year for that Russian phrase
1: yeah DOSKORAY STRETCHY
0: DOSKORAY STRETCHY STRETCHY
1: STRETCHY yeah do. But, but put an F in front of it. STRETCHY STRETCHY yeah that means see you soon and until until soon meeting
0: okay Um once again yeah a reminder if you appreciate everything that we do and uh, you feel you want to buy us a pint, then, then please head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. Uh, we'll be back next season. Uh, we will probably have a special one out in the summer to update any new signings. Um, and of course, we'll be back for a season preview before the big kickoff. Um, I want to take this time to thank everyone for listening this season. Um, it has been a difficult time for the club and for us personally. But yeah, I really hope you, you all enjoy your summers and smile lots. Um, Don't let the team get you down because I I know the team didn't end the season well in the slightest. But you know we're we're still in the best league in the world in my opinion, and we can have another go at it next season. And just remember, yeah, there are far worse things going on in the world at the moment, uh, and we are privileged. So just enjoy your summer, um, and we'll be back next season.
1: Yeah, I couldn't. There's nothing more I can say to that other than up the saints.
0: You said it before me this time as well. Yeah, up the saints. Up Up the the saints. Saints. Open at Southampton.